Hello and welcome to the Coding is Better Than Podcasting podcast where we talk about why coding is better than podcasting. That's actually true though. I thought I thought these intros were supposed to be satirical. I, does anybody else? LNMOP was not satirical. <laughs> LNMOP was too serious. <laughs> I know how to podcast. I do not know how to code. Yes, yeah, so I might be biased in this one. I don't know if anybody really knows how to podcast. I do. Oh, okay. actually, though, he's like not wrong. <laughs> was Ellen and it was Ellen MOP on the old podcast, or was that on? No, no, no. That was new. That was oh, new yeah. sauce. Oh, okay, yeah, that right. was. It was not old sauce. The new was... sauce fans remember. Elemental P hit, and then we went on social hiatus. You know, it pretty much was. I don't know when this became a semi-weekly podcast again, exactly, but. I, that wasn't even intentional. I just think the holidays happened, and holidays, then it was my birthday last weekend and or last we, week. And we got nailed by um, some social quarantine. There was that social I, quarantine. I would really think that the holidays would be the time when the people needed us the most. Name a time of year where you are surrounded by more terrible music and bad opinions than the holidays. It's true. No more. Touché. When you needed us more than ever. You needed us more than ever to sneak behind your grandma's house after Thanksgiving and Christmas and light a good old Smarties pack with your homie. Oh, it's a family friendly. Cody, Cody, did you smoke Smarties in junior high? Did I? Uh, Yeah. Did Cody smoke Smarties in junior high? I was too dumb to figure out how to do it. You knew me in junior high. There was nothing going on in that. Well, well, I'm just saying, like people who smoke Smarties usually fit the job description you just, you know, described. (laughs) The job description, as someone who doesn't know how to code, is what job description? No, no, the job description of (laughs) those are some hands, Aaron. The people that smoke Smarties. He's saying idiots smoke Smarties, and you were an idiot, apparently. Okay, yeah, he said he was an idiot. I said (laughs) you must have smoked Smarties. No, I was too dumb to figure it out. I was in an even lower rung. I'm gonna go ahead and say that confidently to our fans no matter what Aaron suggests there is likely no correlation to between whether you smoked smarties and whether or not you code in 2021 actually did you smoke smarties at least once i think i tried but I ended up hacking well. up a lung that this is so wait 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 smoke smarties this is true this we, is evidence i know well, this needs to come down to a vote like are the kids who smoke Smarties smart or not smart? Well, not, they're called smart. Smarties. Not smart. But but then the people who want to smoke Smarties, they can't figure out how. If they don't actually boost no, your intelligence, so then that's false I, advertising. I did, no, we I have tried two, it two, one time, if, and it's so easy. Two of our co-hosts just said they couldn't figure out how. Well, I think this is America, and uh, <laughs> if you can smoke smarties just you know and this is not an endorsement by any means but just do drugs at that point yeah my thing like, yeah. <laughs> don't live under this false excuse that you're like oh it's not actually gonna hurt me it's not tobacco or whatever there's it's no still, way that wait, are we saying smarties this about smarties <laughs> yeah it's okay it's not that what bad, kind like, of a psa is this no no no, this no. the psa was <laughs> don't smoke smarties do drugs this yeah. is <laughs> If you're smoking Smarties, just move on already. <laughs> Take it up another level, man. Yeah. Did you smoke Smarties in junior high? No. And I don't code. Jimothy. Wow. So. Jimothy, are these Dude, Smarties under your bed? I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> oh. Cody, Cody will code. Oh, I learned something cool this, this week. I was talking to a coworker about it. I said, do you want to threaten somebody? Just start the sentence with "by this time next year" and then whatever you're going to say. That what are you talking? People usually think I'm making some threat. nonsense New Year's resolution when I start my sentences that way. Yeah, well, I think probably, it's all about timing on that. Or one. the classic yeah. backhanded where you just started off by saying, "Despite what everybody else says," and then give a compliment. <laughs> 
I love that. I love that. I don't care what people say about you. Yeah. You're actually. <laughs> but this time next year, you always got to throw that in just so that just so you can boost their self esteem, yep. but not too much. Create that little seedling of doubt. Seventh grade me. By this time next year, I will be smoking Smarties with the eighth graders. Yep. I hope not. And then you'll get there and find out it is not even that cool. What? Hey. Davis Junior High, baby. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's the, I don't know. That's a scary place. Gangsters go. Gangsters go to to that junior high. Yeah. He literally I actually do know a couple people that like ended up being gangbangers. We went to junior yeah. high with <laughs> uh, me too. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's yeah, that'll make sense. That checks. But that probably <laughs> checks at almost any junior high. I don't think North Layton Junior High was out here producing any gangbangers. <laughs> <laughs> I question that, but you're probably right. You There's never at least know. One. There's at least one. Okay, that's fair. But every year there is more gangbangers out of central davis jr i'll tell you something you know you know what guarantees that a child is not a gangbanger if they listen to this guy in high school who mf doom Mm. i don't know man i question that one too i'm gonna just say i'm gonna just say that at least in utah and i'm not gonna speak for new york california i'm sure y'all keep it much realer than here but the people I know who listen to MF Doom are almost exclusively pretentious middle class white guys. Mm. <laughs> I can't like, argue with like, that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Okay. All right. In, in my in my limited experience, I mean, there, what else exists in Utah though? Well, Tyler the Creator. No, but that's just the stage like, before. Upper, that's upper no, class no, kids. There's, I mean, come on, Ty- Travis Scott. Come on. Also no, I'm saying well, no. Absolutely. I'm saying no. it's hard to find non-pretentious middle class white dudes in Utah. I mean there's <laughs> and, yeah, we're, and David we're on a podcast right now, guys. Yeah. All mm. we are five white dudes <laughs> That's presumably all middle class. <laughs> Don't we all like MF podcast. Doom though? And yeah. I am of the impression <laughs> this, that we all like MF Doom. Yeah, Logan. <laughs> this right. was the biggest <laughs> self condemnation we've ever been under. That, no, there's no oh, condemnation. God. This is a uh, support. You gotta be self aware <laughs> in this game. I can't I mean when yeah, I saw there, that there's meme, no pretension here. What are you talking Absolutely. about? No pretension. No, no, no. We're Absolutely salt of the not, earth no. podcasters. Yep. All I'm saying is I actually, looking back on it, don't understand why Mad Villainy is rated as highly as it is. Like, what What about a guy rapping about mostly food? Well, I guess that's more mm, food. And his various experiences. Like, I'm not sure what about MF Doom connects so much with people. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I like him a lot. But I never have seen him as like he speaks to people's experiences. Like he's just kind of a goofy I mean, guy. You have to speak to people's experiences. And a ring. Logan. And a Logan. He's like his biggest fan. I'm trying. Say, well, yeah. I'm desperately no, no. trying to understand. Boat. MF Doom on a boat. On a boat. MF that Doom marrying okay, people. You know who no, else I, was on a boat? Lonely Island. MF yeah. Doom, right. MF Doom hosting yeah. Adult Swim holiday content. Right? I, you know, and releasing also, an album through adult swim i'd okay. also like that to point that out sick. because the first time i ever heard mf doom was probably around 2005 when he was in the uh, bumpers in between shows he would show up they would promote his album he has songs about like aqua teen hunger force mm-hmm, and i think mm-hmm. that just generally applies to a lot of people and obviously damon's an exception to this but people that were like old enough to be watching adult swim in 2005 and that oh, is yeah. a very large group of people there's a reason that they were in like, Adult still Swim. A thing. What a weird, what a great 
problem. Existence. That's not a problem. <laughs> I was raised on I, that, man. I, I, it was so weird, though. Like the the duality of Cartoon Network and Adult Swim that scared was, me so much. I, whenever honestly, it came I think on. it makes it's, sense, yeah. especially if you look at like the history of cartoons. Not to totally derail here, but like Hanna Barbera made Scooby Doo in the '60s, and then C Lab 2021 in like 2000 for Adult Swim. So. I just think it was a logical continuation. Yeah. No, it, all, it always seems to have that edge. You know, rare and conquer, too. I, like I have that. to say that the people who write shows for Adult Swim probably smoke Smarties. Whatever yeah, that probably. means. Whatever oh, that gosh. means. I think by ninth grade, they'd moved on to the next level, though. <laughs> but you are probably right. All right, well, on no, that MF no, no. Doom start, But MF Doom. Uh, we're, we're, we, we, we are here to talk about MF Doom. Kind of. Yeah, and, should uh, I should I start? Yeah, Damon, Damon, okay. was on I just gotta I just gotta start this off by saying uh, rest in peace. You know, like that. Seriously, you guys know, all right. Every if anybody listening to this has heard any other episode, I probably mentioned him. Like, it's just weird when somebody you literally stand, like the one person you stand, dies. It's like, dang, like I wasn't expecting that. I know, like, two months ago. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's, Okay, I was MF Doom for Halloween, and he died on Halloween. How crazy is that, dude? I mean, I, I'm not going to say it, but you I, probably killed him. Yeah, careful, careful <laughs> who you dress right. up as next year. Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I seriously was like, He's going to dress like, up as Oliver Treewad. <laughs> I hate I mean, <laughs> Don't put is that thoughts really in my that head? much of a loss? <laughs> but, yeah, so New Year's Eve, he was. it was announced he died, which also sucked, because I was like, hey, 2020 wasn't, that so, wasn't so bad. But I was like, dang, like, that actually, like, I honestly didn't mind 2020, but that actually made me mind 2020. And uh, it was just weird. Like, I was in the car with a couple friends and, like, hadn't really hit me yet, but we were just, like, listening to, uh, to Doomsday. And, like, there's that last line of the song that's just, like, MF, the supervillain. And, like, we were in the middle of a conversation and all of us just, like, stopped to sing that one line at the end. And then it kind of hit us. It's like, dang, like, he's really gone. This is weird. And I was actually way sad. So. Anyway, that's why I chose this album. The Sade villain, it's not, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with MF Doom personally. I think you can tell by the awful sounding vocals. But uh, yeah, anyway, I uh, also, uh, this is my second, uh, I guess, combination rap project album. That's not intentional. I just thought this album was cool and you guys probably hadn't heard it. But uh, yeah, anyway, I don't even know the guy's name that made this thing. Uh, I'm sure he's on Bandcamp or something like that. If you want to do independent yeah. research, you can you can tell that he like posts his own genius lyrics because all of the genius lyrics for the Shade Villain album are like made by the elusive producer Sean HK. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, I think I think this album works very well. Like I heard it, I downloaded it. I think my dad had the files from. Uh, Bandcamp when it was still on Bandcamp. I think it's gone now, but anyway, yeah, just like I have the original MP3s and they don't sound great either. But uh, just as a big a, a bit of background, MF Doom sampled a lot of Sade for his just regular songs like Doomsday. Doomsday is basically just a Sade song with rapping over it, and uh, there's a couple on M uh, M Food I think as well. So anyway. I think that's where the inspiration came from, but I also think it sounds really good, and I'm interested to uh, hear what you guys have to say. If anybody would like to start, who's starting? Huh? I want to. I want to know what your opinions of Shade are, though. 
I've actually been listening. I think it's a group. I think Sade. I, think so. I always thought it was the it, one it, girl. Because, yeah, it's just like it only shows her anywhere I can find. Like, I can't find the group. But when I read the description or anything about, I guess, them, it's like it's a group named after the singer. And like Sade is like the beginning of her last name or something. Mm. But anyway, yeah, I've actually been listening to them a lot lately. And I really like them. Yeah, I I heard a little bit of Sade beforehand. Honestly, what I know them from is that Macintosh Plus Floral Shop album that I'm sure everybody in this room hates except for me. No, the, no I, I like it. it. The first track on there is a uh, ostensibly a slowed plus reverb Sade track. Cool. And so it was interesting because this is about the second time they popped up. So I actually went back and listened to Love Deluxe to try and prepare for this album as well. Um, what do you think of Love Deluxe? I mean, it's fine. The... I'm just not in a place right now to appreciate this type of music because at this age, I either want that weird stuff or I want it to knock. You know, there are, yeah. there are two contexts in which for me to listen to music, which are uh, feeling pretentious and better than myself while sipping that delicious Arizona iced tea okay, and coding all day. Calm down. Yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> and the go, stuff go, that go, I need go, to play. I can, keep my hand raised. I can keep my hand raised. Finish your thought. And so... Those are the two moods I have, and unfortunately, Sade is neither that weird, nor do her songs totally knock. Yeah, I get that. This is unrelated to the album discussion, but I would like to point out that Damon just took an MF Doom hoodie (laughs) off and revealed an MF Doom shirt, (laughs) and I respect that immensely. That's that's all I had my hand raised for. It just brought joy to me. (laughs) I love people that double rep bands or artists. Um, I honestly knew nothing of you're saying Sade is how you say that's how you pronounce it apparently I've said it like Sade for probably on the show I've called it Sade before I've been saying that that way for years and I feel really dumb now. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I um, knew nothing going in but I definitely enjoyed I mean I just right now frankly I'm interested by mashup music in general so yeah yeah. Um, is it because of Amy Rose? It really is. <laughs> I can't I won't deny it. Like that that's a special little something. You know what was funny? So the the actual credit in Bandcamp that he gives for the MF Doom vocal stems, I was there on the MF Doom subreddit when those stems were first posted. And I know Jeez. that because I downloaded one and literally made my own MF Doom remix track. It's on my SoundCloud in 2017. Like Somebody, some grand hero just extracted all the stems in that terrible quality. Yeah, seriously. I mean, it's it's what we have, and, unfortunately. And if, if I can say something to the spirit of the man himself up there right now, I'm sure looking down on this. Yeah. I want to say that the fact that a whole bunch of producers from all around the world can take his vocals and can be inspired by the way that he did his own production with jazz and layering and being unique when you listen to shot villain i think it could honestly pass for an mf doom project oh it's it sounds just like him like and all the vocals are like from they're not really like hits of his or anything yeah like for me when i first heard it, it was like oh this is you know rhymes i'd actually never heard and like trying to find them it's all like weird like singles and b-sides and stuff and so yeah it felt like it really did yeah. i was just like dang like this is just another mf doom album uh, it should abs- it should absolutely speak to how much he's inspired so many producers nowadays 
Yeah. Because the fact that people care enough to figure out his production style and then emulate it this faithfully, I think is a great tribute to his legacy. Yeah. That's what I do think is cool about MF doom in general is like, I don't know. He, he definitely, I like, I don't like the whole braggadocio scene with, you know, rap coming out. And I don't, he feels more just like, like a normal guy. That's why a, I connect with MF Doom. On he's the just boat. a nerd. Like he's just really he's just this dude. Does anybody know like his cause of death? Has it been? It hasn't. No. Man, like I wonder. Is it, it just it, the the delay even makes that announcement more shocking? Whether or yeah. not they'll ever announce it, you know. I yeah. don't. I we don't, haven't I don't even want to assume the worst. We haven't even seen the man's face in like nine years. So. I don't yeah, know, there's that too. Most you have is like Reddit posts. Yeah, Reddit post from of, like uh, 1999. Facebook profile. No, somebody like l- searched oh, up really? Daniel Dumoulin on Facebook and found him. And then they shared the pictures like, hey, look who I found. And like, that's the only one that exists Ugh. though. The fact, I mean, you know, you remember when Doom was, somebody did a video on this. I wasn't actually there when it happened. But when he was sending out like other people to perform on stage at yeah. Doom concerts. Well, I think he's at, he was actually exiled from the U.S in like 2011 or something like he's not he wasn't a lot because he was an illegal immigrant he was born in the uk then like came over and something went down with his visa or something so he's actually he was actually exiled from the u.s and so i don't think i ever would have gotten a chance to see him anyway spend the latter part of his life over there then yeah he was in the uk for like he's been in the uk for like the last seven years but he was in long island before right uh, something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somewhere in New York. Island. Yeah, yeah, it, it it was because I looked it up. He's same with John Bellion. I think uh, I, I think this makes Doom my favorite grime artist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> might be onto something, Logan. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm curious though. Like, well, first of all, how was everyone here introduced to him? Like, mine came through the Gorillas for sure. Yeah, Gorillas was first for me too. And his flow is just unforgettable. But then also, I will say it, it it plays to his favor and also against him because for me, if I listen to a long period of MF Doom, it's like too much for me to take in. Honestly, like you start to because he definitely just has that flow that he does. Well, and none of his songs really have verses. It's just yeah chunks of rhyme. Like I think that's why people like Mad Villainy so much is because there isn't a single chorus or yeah chorus, not verses. But yeah, there's not yeah. a single chorus on that entire album. Which I think is Late pretty bars. cool. Um, yeah, no, but like, uh, I really I heard November has come and and somebody commented that and it just like it hit me. That was one that hit me because like somebody the gorillas did a rest in power thing. Yeah, and then it said somebody commented they're like November has come because he died at the end of October mm-hmm. and it's like oh oh yeah oh, I didn't even make that connection oh, oh, I know there's like, that song dude that's crazy maybe it was intentional yeah maybe <laughs> like pieces are yo starting to I don't Illuminati's know coming <laughs> yeah yeah anyway though like how did you guys first hear him Don't swim oh yeah that's right you said yeah, yeah. swim uh I want to say Tyler actually Oh really? Yeah, and, and that's why super into MF Doom. Yeah, I, and like, Jasper Dolphin. That's why I always called him like your favorite rapper's favorite rapper because Tyler and I mean Ugly too. Like tons of the people that I listen to now, even more than I uh, listen to Doom now. Although I had a huge, huge year where I just listened to Doom exclusively. Uh, all of them pay big respects to him. So I think it was one off Tyler's 
bastard mixtape. Can I say that word on here? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's done now. <laughs> it's so. done now. You said it. I mean, <laughs> you can believe it. Uh, and he no, did. Not, he that's extra work for me. You think I'm going to do extra? No, work? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, Logan, need I remind you? We are the internet's laziest. We, but we're a family friendly <laughs> podcast. That's a family anyway, friendly word. Anyway, <laughs> Tyler rapped over the one beer instrumental, and I thought it was so good that I had to hear the original. And then what blew my mind was that it was way better than Tyler's rapping. And then from there, my entry point was mm food. And good one. that has remained my favorite Doom album. Hoe Cakes, Rap Snitch Knishes, Deep Fried Friends. You got nonstop classics I like, like, on that. The four skits of just that guy from Electric Company complaining about like stomach aches and food. In the yeah. Yeah. That's so good. No, it's. And to me. Uh, mad villainy is good and i really like mad lib as a producer the unseen is one of my favorite albums as well but mm, food that is the quintessential doom album all of his quirkiness all of his nerdiness all of the crazy like the con carne verses are nuts Uh, hardly anybody's topped that in the rap game since yeah and i've noticed like (laughs) i've seen four people or one and one of them was Mac Miller, but like three people I know say "Vomit Spit" is their favorite MF Doom song of all time. Yeah, it's like I don't, just, I don't, I don't agree. Know, yeah, I don't agree either. But, but I'm just like, dang, like four individuals all agree with that really but weird opinion. Th- that many people <laughs> know him and are like, it's you had you had Drake liking MF Doom Instagram posts. Like this guy. Yeah, it actually I actually everywhere. got Instagram again to post about him because it hit me so hard, and also to see like everybody who posted about him, like like De La Soul, freaking like Questlove, Tyler, like so many people have just been posting about him. It's like it's crazy to see how big of an impact he had. Like on individual rappers and like how many people you didn't even realize were fans of his yeah like was, eric andre posted about him too and i was like dang like, that makes sense I yeah know, that makes sense and i he could was, see him and hamill burst being really into yeah he was and he's also on adult swim I guess. working yeah. with small artists though like one of yeah. his last project was was with bishop nehru who like who is well, he? apparently he has a unreleased project with uh flying lotus too oh I'm well, in. I, I would be well, down yeah, they for made that a song, yeah so they made a song for the latest grand theft auto 5 update mm-hmm. it was like the last song that doom ever made and it was with flying lotus so yeah, i wonder if that's the same thing he did another one with bad bad not good yeah but that's Tight. i think that's the can you is that flying lotus one out yet or is it just announced let me find out. I Y'all think, can keep talking. While I, I think that the the Grand Theft Auto thing came out because the voids were also on there. Yeah, yeah. There's a Julian Casablancas radio station on GTA Five now. Crazy. Yeah. What in the world? <laughs> <You> gotta get <laughs> Frank Ocean has one too, dude. It's because it's Julian Casablancas. He's that just is the weirdest thing I've ever. I don't heard. understand. He gets people to do things. Hey, hey, kids playing GTA. You want to listen to the Strokes? <laughs> You'd be yeah, surprised. So to be fair, it's, it's the voids though, and voids are significantly like darker in their visual aesthetic than huh. anyway interesting um yeah no but he just kind of feels like and i know well he just kind of feels like he's your dad though mf doom like i feel like yeah. i'd be safe i don't, I don't really agree with I this i feel but. safe with that 25 percent agree but go ahead no i honestly <laughs> feel like like He's the guy who could show you around the music landscape, and he would just be so chill about the scene, I feel like. Yeah. That's what I mean. Watching interviews with him is really funny, too, because like, he speaks as though he's rapping. Like It's weird. Like He takes long pauses, and then like just the way he like 
enunciates his sentences like sound like a rap. It's really I don't know. Well, like Logan, do you funny. honestly think he's he would be scary? MF Doom. I don't think he's a scary. I don't, he, think he I don't know if like I. Guy. I think he would be scary. I will say like, I think it's what I do think is messed up about MF Doom is how little near the end people seem to respect his privacy. Like he really was able to get away with being underground for most of his career, but near the end, it just seemed like people were trying to do whatever they could to find out st- find out stuff about him. Uh, so, I, but like, the guy himself, like I think he's like just, after his death or what, like. No, 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 like, leading up, so, like, I'm talking about when he would send fake rappers onto the stage, people were pressing him for interviews, people posting pictures of his Facebook on Reddit on a public platform, it's like, if you listen to Doom and you know what he's about, that seems like a really big violation of trust. You know, and it's. Yeah. I think it's just people. I think, but I think, I think. I know about the fake know. rapper thing. He was sending out like doubles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Why was Doom he doing bots? That? Just because he hate. <laughs> apparently, he hated touring, and so he just send out non rappers to lip sync, and then just like <laughs> not mean, be there at all. Like he wouldn't even be in the same state or country. Did and pe- some, people probably knew people knew were. immediately? Oh yeah, because it was like the studio recordings of songs and. That's Most of the time, a weird move. Yeah, well, he's supposed just to be. Yeah, don't tour. but like, just don't tour. Well, but don't make. He's, don't he's supposed to. It, it, yeah, I mean, that's the point. It's he's the villain, you know. Like he's he's Doctor Doom, yeah. and he's supposed to make people mad. And I guess I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I feel I, like, it, I feel it, like it makes, makes me mad, mad when he's clearly about like, please leave me alone. I wear a mask so that way I can be this character for you. And then people are still trying to uncover details about his private life. Like that. Yeah. I feel like he makes you mad in such a cartoony way though. Like yeah. even that makes me mad in a cartoony way. I'm know? cartoony angry. I'm cartoonally <laughs> angry right now. That's basically all I ever do on this show. Actually. Uh, uh, Cody, I want to hear more of your thoughts on MF doom though. He seems like a character that you would have things to say about. I really like MF doom. I don't have like a ton of stuff to say. I'd say that because of MF Doom, I kind of got into rap and maybe not just because of him, but like the Danger Doom project was obviously very like a pivotal moment, but also he was really close with a lot of the Rhyme Sayers artists. So like POS, Atmosphere, and then going from there, you get like idea and abilities and everything. So I think that just kind of that realm. And I mean, also people like Del the Funky Homo Sapien, like that alternative <laughs> rap kind of for sure circle. Um, so I would say he's definitely been very influential as far as rap goes for me. Just, it was like a jumping off point of like, Hey, here's a bunch of artists that I really like. And also Logan's right. He's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Just so like, even it all kind of just tracks back to where he was. So he does show up a lot. And also not specifically MF doom related, but the production on the shot, a villain record is super lo-fi feeling like very ahead of its time because i looked it up just a few minutes ago and it came out in 2016 and i feel like the lo-fi hip-hop like beats to study to or whatever it's called that was like down the road still away i mean we had chilled cow but it didn't have like three million listeners at that time Yeah. (laughs) yeah and so i think just kind of like mf doom inspired people who even if you don't realize it definitely inspired a lot of how music works rap specifically Yeah, that's that's actually something I hadn't fully. I mean, I think I had felt it, but you guys have put it to words where 
like I do think he's been a big force in the make your own music world. Yeah, I would say especially you trace back old Wu Tang instrumentals or old Nas instrumentals. Those things don't sound nearly comparable to what the sound of underground hip hop is now compared to Doom and Madlib. Well, I mean, even around that time where like Wu Tang was popular, like so, like early nineties, there was um, I'm blanking on the name, but MF Doom was in a rap group then too. AMD. Thank yep. you. Um, I was like, I know it's three <laughs> with the like, band album cover. Yeah, yeah. And so I just like even before you realize like, oh, MF Doom's hyper influential from this period on. It's like, oh no, he was influential before that. Yeah. Like it wasn't just some random encounter of the early 2000s. Though I do think that 2000s culture definitely mirrored kind of that MF Doom specific, you know what I mean? Like his tone, his outlook, it definitely worked. He was cranking out albums. I think between 2004 and five, he made King Ghidorah, uh, Victor Vaughn, uh, Mad Villainy, M Food, and Danger Doom. Victor like, Vaughn is his, crazy underrated. Yeah, all too. of his best albums, like in one or two years, like so he's just pumping them out, and they're all super good. So. It, it is interesting because he definitely does. Because early two thousands, and he was more reflective of. He he was like taking original original like. Uh, run DMC type cheesy stuff, but then making it cool because that's that's how I hear him anyway. Yeah, because it it his some of his instrumentals sound straight up almost Run DMC like you're like wow, but then he's cool and you can't help but think he's cool even though he's it's like clearly lo-fi not in the way that people understand that word right now but like lo-fi literal lo-fi he he was making a different fidelity. Yeah. I can't I can't even stand <laughs> that the term lo-fi has just automatically been translating people's brains to lo-fi hip-hop radio stations (laughs) like the word can be so much more yeah but like it it can be a whole world (laughs) lo-fi is a whole world it can be it can be the brave little abacus right but i mean Nobody was using the word before that, you know. I was. Okay. Everybody, plenty of people were. (laughs) All right, let's. Plenty of people are using (laughs) what lo-fi indie. People weren't saying that. Hey, I I have to respect. I mean, yes, they were. I'm not saying the word didn't exist. I'm saying it's like the word screamo. Yeah, but screamo. I don't know. When you say screamo, who do you think of? When somebody says, "Okay, not you, William Bonnie," definitely not you. Screamo. (laughs) What do you think of? I think of Pierce the Veil kind of stuff. That's metal core ish, kind of. <laughs> oh, <Blake Rubin. laughs> oh, people yeah. keep co-opting our music st- podcaster I, terms. I, I still want to hear the breakdown of guitar music, like heavy <laughs> guitar music by you two, because I don't know. Oh, this guy it. more than me. I, 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 I haven't I, even finished an all say album. Ooh. Oh man, that I know. And I listened to Kodama a lot last year. <laughs> I should. I had a chance to today, too. Point being, MF Doom, Legacy. I wanted to say, Logan is the guy, too. He's had a few of his favorite rappers, or I won't say favorite. He, a few rappers that he has at one time or another followed when they pass. He always gets mad at all the music reviewers for coming out and being like, Legacy, Legacy, Legacy. 
Yeah. And here he is actually saying that MF Doom. Well, uh, okay. Let me let me actually. Okay. Yeah, I wanna, <laughs> There's a difference okay, here. Yeah, yeah. I first of all, I want to apologize to all the X and Jewish World fans for mocking them when they say like on jaw and stuff. You should mock them. <laughs> like I will say on jaw is pretty stupid still, but like <laughs> it's yo, so funny. It, no, I say it ironically. ironically it's I great, say it ironically. Yeah. No, they're but, sincere about it, dude. Having your favorite rapper die actually sucks. Like it actually does. So I will say, you know, sorry everyone for making fun of you. But that's a big then, man right there. Yeah. Also, MF <laughs> Doom actually has a legacy. X and Juice are different. <laughs> Just yeah, okay. They are. Oh. To, to okay. be fair. To be fair. He's a medium man right there. To be fair. All right. Just length of career alone. Yeah. And the amount of rappers like. Oh, but Lucid Dreams sold more than any no, Doom I, project I, ever. I think. I mean, we'll see. I guess the we'll Beatles see. Beatles have sold how many records? Yeah, we'll Freddie see. Mercury when he put his right foot down and he put his <laughs> left foot down and clapped. He's Queen posting again. Oh man! But I guess <laughs> I, I guess we don't know what X and Juice's you know legacy is. But like, it's already like clear as day that MF Doom is going to be remembered for a long time. You know, like he's respected by. I think the difference is the respect from the industry in general like you didn't like when x died you know there were other trap artists and there were certainly a lot of people posting and like giving their respects but like you know this time like i don't know just everybody it seems everybody in the rap game is just like oh it is true that more, more depressed english producers have posted yeah, about yeah it. that's yeah. true it yeah. is true yeah, <laughs> i can though, validate that that is like, the metric all for I'm saying, your michael godrich <laughs> did say rest in power and yeah that's dan harman did not post about x or juice world is all i'm saying i, I do feel like either of them either though even yeah. even without apologizing even without making it sound like somebody's better than somebody else it is different yeah. when Doom passes versus when Juice X or Pete passed. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I guess it's Flash in a length. pan versus like okay, a long so career. I, I see those two as like Kurt Cobain types, right? They shined really bright. They touched a lot of people very emotionally, and they're gone. You realize the same thing can be said about Juice. And no, 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 no. That's what I'm talking about. Juice saying? X oh, and oh, Pete. Yeah, yeah. You're saying okay. No, 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 Pete connected with a ton of people x connected with a ton of people i mean for better or for worse they made music that spoke emotionally to a lot of people especially in roughly this generation that what's sad about them is the extinguished potential we never know what they would have went on to do and i think for doom it was a lot more like this guy built this up to be the best that could be he made crazy career moves and made a ton of music and influenced the industry. That's the death of a respected veteran. Mm. And, and there is a difference there. And I'm not going to say one is even necessarily better than the other, but I am going to say that they are different. Yeah. And it doesn't bug fair. me so much when someone says like remembering the legacy of doom, because I was aware of the legacy of doom before I even knew who the guy was. Whereas, you know, with a with a peep and a juice and an X, I feel like it's disingenuous to say they'll have a le legacy that lasts forever. Yeah. Because there's no evidence for that. We haven't even seen that. And so it's just sugary crap that you're saying to make people feel better. Maybe they will. Maybe they will have a legacy. But the tragedy there is the potential. Mm. Whereas with Doom, he contributed so much to his field and made so many connections and relationships that... 
we really, truly will feel his loss and his impact for years to come in yeah. ways that we can't predict about these younger artists, even though it is also a tragedy. Yeah, no, it, it does feel more like a, a closure. And, and let that also be written. We've talked about, you know, the Batman, the uh, die hero or live long enough to come, become the villain. <laughs> I don't know if that's really relevant here. I think, I think, I think, I think MF, Doom lived, <laughs> MF Doom lived long enough to become the villain, but he's a hero for it, you know. I really dislike what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Cody, you want to talk about that? Cody, let's talk about that. No, I do not care to unpack any of that statement. (laughs) I would would love you to unpack it. His whole thing was that he's the villain. That's what I'm trying to play off My unpopular opinion on that one is I just don't feel like he changed that much. And, And tell me how he did. Like, you go listen to his earlier stuff and his later stuff, like, it's not that different. Like Are you saying how he it, that's changed? My, oh, like, like his influence. career didn't change? Yeah, yeah no, his the, music didn't change Yeah, yeah. Much. Well, you know like, who else? Like, I don't think that Wu-Tang drastically ever changed. Like, any of their members that are still making albums, like, they still yeah, sound it, in the same... It's just the fact that it's like, we're praising him so much for being a veteran, and it's like, it kind of just feels like... With all respect, honestly, I really like his flow. I really like it. But, like kind of feels like he did the same thing for like 30 years sure but but i I also feel like jizza did that dr dre's done that yeah like pretty much any rapper you throw out there and honestly most musicians like once you have an established sound and you've made a career out of it like why change yeah like what do you need to change that's true that's literally all i need to say look at music to be murdered by and the abomination what i'm saying is you guys are essentially saying stay in your lane as a musician and you'll be no but i'm saying you don't have to i think i think the thing with mf doom is he like just his whole there's no chorus in this song it's just flow i think it worked so well why the crap would he have ever changed that like why deviate from the thing that makes him so respectable and so likable for just solely the purpose of trying to explore new things. Does nobody else see the point I'm trying to make here? Yeah. Like absolutely. That could be stated, but I think I find one thing that works, just do it forever. And then we complain about it. I'm not complaining about it at all. I'm just saying, if you find something that's successful and you don't feel the need to change, I'm not going to pressure you to change. The other thing that I think is cool about Doom, though, is Doom was not in, he never was in the mainstream lane. He was always on the side pulling the industry towards him. And he, like, just held his ground. And I do think a lot of people, like, wanted to be more like him. So he, that's how he managed to actually have a legacy worth yeah, talking I mean, about. Yeah, that's I'm, this is a weird comparison, but, like, compared to somebody like Green Day, whose first three albums are, like, raw East Bay punk. And then they go on to do American Idiot, which turns into a Broadway play. Like I don't know. I just is think, it really a Broadway play? Yeah, yeah, they made. I saw it. It's actually not bad. But uh, <laughs> oh. yeah, um, that was at the height of my Green Day uh, phase, though. Nice. I would also like to say, as someone who around the same time first heard Danger Doom, American Idiot came out. That record was great. yeah, still is. Oh yeah, up. I'm not saying anything <laughs> bad about it, but like I think just that I've I, never... I think there's a clear jump like just commercialism with somebody like green day like and mf doom never did that he's like i mean who knows how much money he was making especially recently but he never did that and i respect him for that for never feeling like he has to make a broadway play album you know yeah that's a good point like he he never really went super commercial i mean and i mean i'm sure drake or tyler or <laughs> so many artists would drake. have loved to collab with him 
too, but he just never did for who knows why. But he, he was too busy yeah. with inspected deck. Yeah, they, they had work to do. And yep. I want I want to say like there are plenty of ways to leave a legacy. There are plenty of ways to have an impact that are positive. There are a lot of artists that push the envelope for their own careers, changed up their sounds constantly, and it's worked out well for them. Kanye comes to mind for whatever you think about his last ten years of activity. The 2000s were a really formative period for Kanye, and he changed it up nearly every album. And a lot of people respect Kanye and think he also had a huge influence in the hip-hop industry. There are plenty of ways to be important to the way that the scene looks now. And for Doom, I agree with Damon and Cody and Echo what they're saying. It was much more about he had a style that he liked that inspired so many people to go on and do new things and replicate and expand on his sound that I think, yeah, I will harp on some artists for staying too close to their lane, and I will harp on other artists for what I think is selling out too far. But I think there are bits in the middle for both of them where you can be respected and leave a lasting legacy that people will feel. I get the feeling from Doom that he really didn't care about the industry. Like, he he wasn't out... I mean, I didn't even know about the, the Doom bots, but, like, I really don't think he was out for people to cheer for him. And, and that that is something that permeates in his music. It just feels like he's just a dude doing what he does. Yeah, yeah. no, I feel that too. I agree. Like I said, I actually really like him. I was just curious because we were talking about just the contrast of different types of careers. And, well, and yeah, I, I've, I think, I've heard this very thing be very I crapped think, on on the show yeah, before. I think, I think this so I is like curious. I think this is like the ultimate like just catch 22 of music uh <laughs> opinions is like somebody like the pixies who has great first albums and then they change it up and they suck and then somebody who like i don't know radiohead comes yeah, to mind some yeah somebody who's consistent and then also has new stuff that's just like dude this is garbage like just stop doing yeah. this. there's people that you just roll your eyes and say like go back to your old thing and then there's people that are like do something new like i think either yeah. way you're never gonna win with pretentious young white boys in suburbs it's the truth dude like yeah the truth yeah. so maybe that's the truth but you know yeah. what i love advocacy i love being able to put people on to doom putting people on to doom and then watching them discover all the different names he's been under all the different projects he's done figuring out if they're a mad villainy person and mm, food person or in rare cases and i respect this a victor vaughn sort of fella like, I, I don't know. I love watching people discover Doom and get into his stuff because there's so many, even though he kind of stuck to a similar spectrum of sounds, there's so much for people to discover in the different ways that they like his villain persona to play out. Yeah, no, that's good. And it, I mean, you know, you can't satisfy the pretentious suburban white boys, but man, I will say... I hope that showing some of them Doom changed their lives for the better, or at least their music listening experience. I didn't trust teachers. Ooh. Ooh, I didn't trust what? politicians. So, no. I didn't. There was no organization. Don't show our hand. I have a Keep plan. Keep the cards hidden. <laughs> I have a plan. I trusted music. We're only going to do this and then bops, but this is the Jedi Council. As um, we know, we just heard the sample for basing a Chag. Which we promised at at the halfway mark would be replaced. 
So we're going to decide that right here, right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Howdy. <laughs> oh, you know what? I love meetings. You know what? I love even more as a content consumer. Recording podcast to other people's meetings. Oh, meetings. Yeah. meetings on the listener's time. That's literally what podcasts let's, are. Let's be honest. Let's be honest here. It has to be a video-by-video video review of Natalie Portman teaches acting. It has to. I know it's not related to music podcasting. What do we know about acting? But the people want to know. Point, people do want to know. I, I, I've been curious about that master class for like months now. I still have a subscription. I have not canceled. Wow. Yeah, I should have by that now. I realized very quickly, Masterclass is either a cooking show or just a, a people daily article played out in real life. <laughs> I face so much hardship growing up. Yeah, but what are your settings? Show me the settings. A lot of people said I couldn't. That's fine. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Tell Morello. Oh no greater fault. People are going to say that you... Come on. <laughs> All right, Cody, Cody. Give me the PDF that tells me what amp you I, use. I had I had the the wonderful time of tuning into Cody's stream once this week for a solid 15 minutes. I'm not I'm not dedicated clearly. I can't do Twitch. I can't watch for a long time. But Cody puts on a good show. What what's the proposition, Cody? What's a new segment? Oh man, you put me on the spot. See the difference between my Twitch channel and this is that I'm not put on the spot on anything on my Twitch channel. I run the entire thing. You're always True. on the spot. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you're the host. Yeah, that was a fair You're point. the host, too. I'm not a host. Actually, you're the only Actually, host. Actually, he's the only host. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Well, All of Logan. us. Do I look like I have any control over what's going on? <laughs> no, but I am going to delegate this one to you. Uh, what do you think the new segment should be? I mean, All right. Just brainstorm. This idea, just, this is going to be like I, Genius book. idea number three. Review a new Nintendo Switch game every week. All right, Damon, what do you got, dog? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> idea number four. All, talk about all, what YouTube genre. All I think is I'm very sorry to the person who's, like, if they're listening to the first time and this is the episode they come <laughs> Yo, thank on. God they got that little button where you can oh, skip ahead like 15 no. seconds until you no, find out. Idea number actually, five. I've participated out in, in the podcasting world. I have paid my due diligence at this I'm point. I'm so sorry. And listened. And I have to say, this is quality content right now. So don't don't tell them. <laughs> idea that number six. What Twitter user was caught texting an underage kid? Yeah, of the week. That's a good one. That's a good one. We that's, would end up on like some weird subreddits, just like look at what these guys are talking about in their music the podcast. Uh, I mean, all I've honestly got. Idea number seven. And nobody, nobody even took the time to, you know, react to my, we all have iPhones. We can react to each other's messages. What was it? Um, I, all I got is, you know, the life of a podcaster. The, the 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 daily grind, what it means to be a podcast. Well, you mean, I think about this a grand total of well, four after, hours hey, per hey, week, hey. my friend. Well, after this, I'm getting my $40,000 check, flying back to LA, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I, On my private jet. Yeah, I don't I don't know why that's that interesting. I mean, <laughs> <yeah>. <sighs> the only other idea I've heard I is like, I like life Damon, of a podcaster. No, Damon, Damon Cooks the Books. That's a good segment. Damon name. Cooks the Books is a good segment. <laughs> I don't even know what that I is. Yeah, take, what? I'm into it already, though. I, no, no, like, you know when Damon was, he's always been like, 
telling the viewers how much money they'd make if they took our advice. Yeah. The boy knows numbers. We, uh, I think we need to what? use... How use could that be leveraged the, into a show? Damon cooks the books. I mean, that has potential. Are we turning Damon into like a bookie? The only like, ideas I've heard... <laughs> what's going on? I'm confused. The only ideas I've heard is turning Damon into a bookie, tell, <laughs> telling people about our personal lives, calling out or complaining about <laughs> Spotify. Or, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Don't skip I'm to never. idea 14. I'm not even there yet. Uh, okay, all right. Idea number nine. All right. This is a, this is a good one. This is what keeping up with the Kardashians two. Oh, no, podcast dude. edition. Keeping good. up with Fantano. I, that was number Let's ten. View a oh. Fantano video every week. Let's just. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's do that. Oh. Let's That's cursed. Do- I'm very in. Let's do that. Uh. All I right. feel like, energy. Fantano's got a bunch of videos. You just go on there and you just someone every week just randomizes like here's what I got and we send it to the group chat and we review so wait, it. So everybody reviews it together? Yeah. Yes. Okay, we all review it together and it's randomized, completely randomized. Yeah. All right. I'm yeah, we in. just we have to find a way to just get a this is gonna YouTube suck. And Fantano's gonna great make for a great segment sample too. I love. There's Fantano. gonna be a lot of anger. <laughs> you, you actually do. I yeah, I enjoy watching oh, stuff. I just want to be clear. Was, I actually little, don't want to get on Fantano's bad side. I do like him. I want to get on yeah. Melon's bad side. Yeah, no, I <laughs> One of my I friends was like, I, I ran into him at Record Store Day. It was like she said it was like 2015. She lives in New Jersey, and she's like, he showed up after we'd been there from the night before, camped out to get a release. He showed up five minutes before doors and cut in line and told everybody, don't you know who I am? And from that moment on, I've been like, man, he's a heck. The guy <laughs> sucks, dude. The guy sucks. I was like, he, I hold agree up. with This some sounds of- like Bill Murray walking into McDonald's and stealing someone's fries. Have y'all See, seen that story? The difference is, is, the difference is, like- is that... <laughs> Fantano's still connected enough to show up at a record store. It makes total sense. Bill Murray showing up at McDonald's, maybe not so much. My thing is, I, I'm not even. I'm not worried about the get on the bad side thing, and I'm not even going to use this as a way to try to get to him. I just don't want to waste my time on this junk. <laughs> well, oh. if you have a better, I idea, made you listen I'm to listening. two hours it, of a Prurient okay, album. Matt made us idea. listen to Imagine Dragons one he week. He did not listen to it either. Is the his, best, his, yeah, or worst depends on your view. His his interview, and no, I will save it. I'll save it for. But what's the name of the segment? Fantano speaks. Oh, we're just going. I have like nine other ideas. Could call it a uh, some something with something the melon. Salting the melon. Something the melon. (laughs) Crushing the melon. Uh, (laughs) Melon sucks. <laughs> the thing is, I don't, I don't hate him. <laughs> this is mostly just, just Melon being angry. <laughs> but Jake, down to Jake, the do you actually hate him? Oh yeah, I do. Uh, I think like, he embodies the most toxic part of music culture. Mm, I literally hate the him. most toxic part. Mm. Yeah, wow. I, I think I would say. The I saw most a great video, part. Melon. <laughs> I saw this video. It resurfaced on on. Red, it was know, a subreddit, actually. but it was like back in the days when Melon wasn't m- making it yet. Clearly, wasn't making it yet. He got roped into some like small time YouTuber camp, and they've got him doing the YMCA with this group of like <laughs> YSAs. Like he's just clearly like trying to make it. And you're like, oh shoot! Oh my gosh! This week on chasing a bag, he just had to kiss some butt until everybody would kiss his. 
That's all he had to do. Man, you are salty right now. (laughs) This is a great segment. I seriously hate Fantano, dude. I really do. So, anyway. We're picking this over reviewing every Viper the Rapper album. Ooh, I would like to recant what I said earlier. That's what I want to do. Chronological order. Uh, You cowards don't even smoke crack. Five out of five. (laughs) That will get a five out of five. That's a great record. That and, um... West Coast Hustler or something? I, probably. Hiram like Clark Hustler. albums a year. <laughs> yeah. This is going to happen, then Viper is going to be in an, all of our Spotify rap in 2021. <laughs> That's okay with me. No one takes what I have to say seriously about Spotify uh, anyways. Oh, it's going to be man. Viper and prog do you, metal. Do you I'm, have more I'm ideas, actually, I'm actually in for the Fantano idea. I think it would be at least interesting. Logan, we will, as a courtesy, we will grant you two more ideas. Two more ideas. Picking a good one out of the seven that I'm going to make up on the spot. Does he have an album called You Cowards Don't Even Smoke Crap? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yule Cowards. Like, Y-O-U apostrophe L-L. Yule Cowards Don't Even Smoke Crap. Well, he just makes crack. sequels. Like, I'm just... Yeah, it's, there's like four of them. Yeah. 24... Oh, uh, wait, I can't read that one. Why Yule the frick Tibet Delane Free 5? <laughs> yeah. The... Screw the world, it ain't real. I bend the spoon with my mind six. They, they all over you three. These hoes need these hoes need yo's three. The time of my life two. The devil's playground two. <laughs> How great. many of them came out this year? Oh, apparently none, according to Spotify. Yeah, he's been yeah. done for No, he's got a Vipes volume one. 2020. Oh, yep. There you go. There you go. Yule cowards don't even smoke. Long Guys, live the Republic is- 3. Oh, the spelled T-H-A. Coming at you live. Nine. Is it? Is it? Holy crap, Is it what I dude. think it is based on the titles? Yeah. Does he sound like what I think he's? Oh, yeah. Like? No. Well, no, he doesn't. Maybe. Well, like 50%. I'm, yeah, I'm like, I, I'm not really sure what Does you think sound he sounds like. like he made it in his garage. By oh, himself? yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like... <laughs> With like early SoundCloud rap, with this like started in like 2001 Yamaha synthesizer, Look, and gonna, that's all he has. Here, I'm gonna. When, oh, I'm. Oh my god! Coming so at you the live nine. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me repeat there's what so Cody said. Sorry, that's only sequels. one of his Spotify accounts. By the way, he has multiple. Oh, does he? Yes. Oh my that, I know she hot. She know I'm rich. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly would like to scrap the Fantano idea and just review Viper. Yeah. Well, how long? <laughs> how, long and how long is an album? Yeah, because honestly, two albums a week, bro. I barely get around to one. Especially <laughs> you can honest to, to God out. skip through most of the songs on this and still get the right idea. Actually, he started just slowing and speeding up his old tracks by the end of <laughs> okay, 2017. No, let's do it. I think. Actually, do we do we have to do do we have to do a formal vote? No, no, no. I or, or, or literally just replace music philosophy. We have nothing left to say about that anyway. Nah, frick, no. M- music philosophy is interesting, dude. What's left to say? Interesting stuff. Well, I don't want to come on here again and be like, "Hey, in case you forgot three episodes ago, I don't like so and so, and here's Fair why enough. they're objectively Fair bad." Enough. Okay. So, so what? We do Fantano instead of philosophy? No, no, and no. no. Viper we do rapper. Viper. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but think, Viper instead yeah, no. of basing a chat. It, it, it's Viper and Fantano. Oh boy, oh, that's man. a lot of. So content, I got So I got I got to watch. I got to listen to an album, then a Viper album, and watch a Fantano <laughs> yep, video that's it. every week. That's it. Dude, you got you got to give me more than forty k. Then if you, <laughs> I demand at least forty one. Damon cooks the books. That's coming up. 
All right, I'm in, I'm in for this. Right. I, I say All right. fresh. All right. Just as a background, around. Viper's first album is an hour and three minutes. I'm oh. telling you, you can skip. I'm loving your yeah. diss rap just, game money. Just to be clear, we are not going by Spotify. We will be going by his Rate Your Music page, which actually has all of his releases. Hold up, okay. hold up. This one is called Heck Earth, I'm Going to Wage an Interstellar War. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good one. It's only got two songs on it. Yeah. One's an instrumental. It's like it's I'm like in. a psychic trance song. It's crazy. Viper's so cool. All right. Yeah. That all right. I'm actually I'm, I'm excited. For I'm in for a song now. I invented the coronavirus. Thanksgiving too. <laughs> he has a song called like Third Grade Was Pretty Cool Three. <laughs> Unironically fantastic. All of it. Oh my oh. god. All right. All right. All right. Jake Bops. Uh, yeah, so now wait, to be clear, the show now is Bops News, Album of the Week, Melon Sucks, and The Viper. Where where do we call the beginning where we just talk about movies we've seen and people we hate? <laughs> well, no, wait, is Intro. Melon Sucks the official title? I don't want to do it for the group. You <laughs> it's know? the working that, title. It came out of a place of passion. We'll workshop it's that one over the next week. <laughs> All right. We'll hit the group chat. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the title in the middle of next podcast. All right. <laughs> like, so, uh, guys, what did we decide to name this segment? Yeah, just... Melon the Felon. <laughs> hey. That's not bad. Yeah. It's He's not bad. Committing crimes against you know, our opinions. It's vague enough. It doesn't, you know, you could go either way on it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not clear that we're throwing hands because rest assured, as soon as he makes a video about why we suck. That's when we get put on. Dude, I, you imagine if how much that we could blow happen, up? bro, I'm going to start spamming his inbox. Melon is over We party. just started a new section called Melon Sucks. Melon is over party, you, dude. chief. All right. Uh, All right. Let's do these bops. All right. I have not had a song hit me this hard uh, in a long freaking time. Mm. And y'all are probably going to laugh, and I don't give a frick anymore. Marvin's Room. Robbery. Juice World. Oh. That is a freaking good song. This I am going to like, you... go out on a limb here and just say I really, really liked Juice World. Like X didn't do anything for me. Peep didn't do anything for me. But I did, regardless of influence and what it will be in the future, I did really like Juice World. Yeah. Death Race for Love, that album, I like pretty much most of the album. There's a few stinkers on it. And the cover right. looks like a PS3 game. Yeah. So that's pretty dope. It's so sick. And anyway, specifically the song Robbery, like holy crap just a great song that uh is that the put my heart in the bag one yeah Yeah. oh that's pretty good i love that song i've i've actually listened to juice like a ton this week i never listened to him at all until this week well that's actually not true but i have been listening to him like seriously this week and um wow i'm kind of impressed a little bit so this say is, what you will. Yeah, I, I know what th- surrounds Juice World. This is I why actually, you went up to bat for him today, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. I wasn't going to say it then. I was like, I, <laughs> I ain't going to do that now. But I just... Yeah, I was kind of thrown off. I'm like, you're not an X fan. Not an X fan, actually. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That one freaking Jocelyn Flores song, whatever, that's a kind of cool song. But other than that, I don't actually don't like X that much. But Juice World, specifically Death Race for Love. I haven't listened to his other stuff too much yet. But Robbery, dude. Great song. That is like one of those songs that like instantly clicked. So I put that on jaw. On, 
canceled. <laughs> I, I'm not going to respond to that. It's a great song. No, dude. dude. Me and my friends are saying on Doom now. On a, er, kind of in between <laughs> ironic. He was, like, he was ready to say just unironically. We're saying on Doom. You know what, Damon? We, yeah. I'm going to try and join you in that one. Right, I'll yeah. do it too. Unironically on came out until he looked at his company. Yeah. Well, and, I, and that's wait. what I freaking hate. That what? right there is what I freaking hate. That he, what Aaron just said. Un, he, you would have said unironically, and I know you. Well, would've. no, I'm saying we don't. Giving you laughs. I'm bro. saying we don't know mm. if it's ironic or unironic yet. We just say it, and we're like, like right. every time we say on Doom, there's always like a little bit of a reaction, not just like the same <laughs> giggle you get from saying on jaw. You know, uh, so, like, um, undecided, but I do say it anyway. Uh, this week's big respect. This week's bop was uh, symbolic by death. And I guess I'm getting into oh, yeah. death metal now. Wow. What so. a great freaking album. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I'll talk about Chuck Schuldner all day. I love that record. Yeah. I uh, went to one of my buddies. Uh, he has a metal band and they were rehearsing. And it's the first live music I've seen in probably like a year now. And it was actually really cool. And two of them, I think, had death shirts on. And I was like, oh, dang. Like, I, first of all, their album covers are amazing. I think they're seriously so sick. And then I started listening to him and I was like, dang, like I'm really liking this. But then completely unrelated, I go and rate your music and they're like 4.0 and above. And I'm like, why is it every time I find a new artist, they are beloved by rate your music? You're but just whatever. cursed, my man. Yeah, you, uh, shop, yeah, you shop stands. That's I, why. If you I, shop stands, it's not a bad way to go because if there's stands and, and a few of them, then the ratings will probably hold. Unrelated yeah. to the music. How good is that death logo? Oh, dude, it is sick. Like, that's what they, it was like a long sleeve. They had the, that like leprosy guy on it. Oh, and yeah. And then like the, then like just death logos all up both sleeves in like dark blue. Leprosy so cool. and like scream bloody gore before oh, they got yeah. into like being a prog death metal band. Fantastic. Seriously. Then they're like, let's make human through sound of perseverance. And I'm like, yes, 100%. <laughs> that's about as good as death metal gets. I, I can't really, uh, talk much about most of those opinions but what it's i okay. have, but what i have listened i think i listened to uh, uh leprosy symbolic and uh that one with like the really religious album cover that's my favorite Scream album bloody cover. gore the one no. with the priest on the front is that what it's called mm-hmm. yeah i that one i love that album cover. metal yes yes absolutely 100 <laughs> no. percent. spiritual healing is what oh, it's called that's what it is scream Come bloody on, gore is a different man. one that early stuff I like that, like, caveman, just really heavy death metal. Yeah, you're but thinking of, yeah. The uh, the later death albums where they're like, all these songs are going to be nine minutes long and have a bunch of really awesome guitar solos in it. That's How much death. does that sound like Pace Age Diver? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I've lost interest. No, listen to death. Go listen to the album, yeah, uh, The Sound of Perseverance. The front is, like, red and I remember it was the first death metal album I ever bought, and I cracked it open and had a Friedrich Nietzsche quote on the inside of it. And I was sold from that moment. There's also a That's really hard. good Judas Priest cover on there. <laughs> All right. Nice. Yeah, if you get into it's, that, you know, German philosophy. Hey, death is from Florida, though. <laughs> <laughs> explains much. All right, Logan, you up. I found another distro kid core band. This time, thanks to the... Spotify algorithm, which has been a lot of duds lately. A lot of the same recommending oh, yeah. the this weekend album over and over again. Out. This is a timeout by Cody. 
Did I just hear a positive thought about Spotify come out of Logan's Yeah, mind? you know what? He canceled the wine about Spotify segment, so <laughs> this is what y'all get. Y'all get only the positive experiences now. All right, I I'm take all, back my time I'm out. only allowed to be an optimist about these things, but they're called Computer Wife. Very cool. Not sure if they're a dance <laughs> rock or a shoegaze band or really anything because this album is all over the place. But the song is called Melancholia. It's a very slow plodding shoegaze track with uh guitars that start pretty tight and then just get looser and messier the longer that the track goes on before you're swallowed into a semi-digital abyss uh it's dark it's depressing and really the opposite of the hopes that i had for 2021 but it's a good enough song that i'll forgive it for that so Mm. fair enough computer wife Computer Wife, what a good name. I'm of the opposite one. I I hate that name, but sometimes bands with terrible names have good music. I can't can't win with you, man. Is it a a Spongebob reference? You need to explain right here, right now, though, your Discord, your wife? Oh, yeah, no, we're not married. It's just an internet meme. Mm. Mm. He has a computer wife. He has a computer wife. That's why he doesn't like the name Computer Wife. That's why. (laughs) All right. I'm not trying to take this away from you. I also am in love with multiple fictional women. Oh, no. All right. I don't even watch anime, let alone love fictional women. (laughs) Go to your That's unrelated. We're not going to get along. Logan, we've been getting along for like a year now. This podcast is going to end with this fight. This fight that's the sowed the seeds right now. There's like five good animes. Well, oh. I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> That's pretty self-evident. Wow. He said, he went from saying, I don't even watch anime to there's five good anime. Yeah. It's because it transcends what it means to be an anime. One like Neon Genesis man, an- Neon Gen- And that show just makes me feel way too much existential dread. That's rough buddy <laughs> hey you, if you watched it <laughs> no you've never watched neon genesis i actually haven't no I haven't. don't watch the netflix like resub of it watch it on like some sketchy website on the internet oh that's all i do all right good because there is a bunch of stuff that netflix just didn't include in the how they subbed it they cut out a couple like very important pivotal scenes towards the end mm-hmm. but man 26 episodes that's all it is it is something very existential i mean i would like to watch neon genesis ava but here's the deal uh i've missed out on the depressed teenager phase and Uh, i don't think i can go back and i still like that show all right there you go Mm. so that was not and cody's forfeited his bop by recommending an anime let it be known (laughs) let it be written in the records i think that's fair (laughs) (laughs) okay uh, actually you know what i can even connect a bop to that fly me to the moon frank sinatra plays the very end of the show is that really an anime that you're talking about wow neon genesis wow i i I was coming. I thought everybody had heard of this place. show. I thought I thought Cody was talking about some art film. Like, well, I mean, it is basically an art film across twenty six animated episodes. There is four movies too. My bop this week is uh, I. I don't know. This happens to me like probably once every eight months or so. I go and listen to Sugar Ray 
and don't oh, regret no. don't regret a minute of it either. So this is just like is this your, why you asked the other day and yeah. I just replied with that Mark McGrath thing? Yeah. The first thing I could think of is that video where well, someone's like remember? Sugar Gay and he's like, "Who the heck said Sugar Gay?" And I think it's the greatest video in the world. <laughs> the uh, Smashing Pumpkins totally had features. He was like narrating their show. The singer. Of oh Sugar yeah, Ray he was was narrating their show. I totally forgot about that, but you're right. <laughs> it's weird, like the 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 I don't know what. Everybody in the '90s had feelings about Sugar Ray, it seems, and liked them. I think it's a pretty unanimous decision. But uh, this is like your Cheryl Crow face. Every all morning, over again. every morning <laughs> is a bop and a half. I will listen to that. And I just can't with you sometimes. <laughs> I can't think of the name of the album, but the first song on there is called Answer the Phone. And I think that that song's really good. It's like a very solid 90s alternative rock album opener. It, they literally, I mean, if you're into smash hits that bring humanity together, like All Star by Smash Mouth, you I will... I wouldn't have picked that one. Yeah, I'd say you're starting to step into some uncharted territory there. That one there. kind of crosses generations. Sugar Ray is the predecessor of Smash Mouth. Absolutely. Uh, is it though? I feel like uh what the heck is the name of that Smash Mouth album? I can't think of it, but it's got Elevator the to the Moon. It, no, it's like Astro something. It's got um like an old Cadillac on the front of it flying through space. I can't think of the name of it, but I'm pretty sure that predates Sugar Ray. Really? Yeah, not by much, but I think Astro Lounge. You That's mean? it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I'm gonna <laughs> that say ninety nine. Sugar is it? Ray. Maybe Sugar Ray's got him beat. Sugar Ray is yep. consistently nailing that sound. Sugar Ray was way before Smash Mouth. Sugar Ray Take is nailing this said. sound that <laughs> I can't deny is deep inside of me, not all the time, but when it's there, there's I have no regrets. About By it. way before, I mean two years before. Way That's a way big expanse <laughs> in the nineties. Uh, I don't even debut, remember twenty eight with their debut, Little Saint Nick. Apparently on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> nice, oh, little bless, Nick. bless Sugar. <laughs> Shout out to Mark McGrath. <clears throat> well, this has been the coding is better than podcasting podcast. We didn't even get to talk that much about coding. Nitwick. That's okay. We get to review Viper next week. <laughs> it's it's all you. good. Next week with some fresh segments. I'm actually pretty excited. Also, download Brave. It's a it's a good. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs>